Christine, the podcast for conscious entrepreneurs. Are you willing to step into your greatness? Are you ready to shine? Well, get ready, truth seeker. You're in for an amazing ride. And now, here's the host of the show, Christine Blasdale. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, motivational media coach, Christine Blasdale. And today, buckle up little buttercups, because today we're going to be talking about how we can rewire our brain, how we can deal with that nasty little imposter syndrome that pops up when we're trying to do something great in life and it just knocks us down. And my guest is the perfect person to talk about that. Uh, my guest is Michelle Molitor, and she is also known as the mind detective, but she is a coach, a hypnotherapist, and CEO and founder of Nectar Consulting, and she's joining me today to talk about the little nasty imposter syndrome, but more importantly, what we can do about it. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thanks for having me, Christine. I'm happy to be here with you today. And so... Um, that imposter. Now, Michelle, you're the, you're the mind detective. You're a, a coach and hypnotherapist. Uh, uh, you've been doing this for many years, helping out people. Of surely, you never suffered imposter syndrome, right? Surely, I always did. Yes, <laughs> that's why I'm so passionate about it. Actually, um, actually, I was a I was a creative director in my former career in web development. And I essentially got bullied out of my highfalutin job. Yeah, I spent 10 years in that industry and worked my way up to the shiny corner office, you know, working hard, um, swimming upstream in the boys club. And ultimately, I got I got bullied out of my job and it was devastating and it smashed my confidence and shattered my sense of self-worth and kind of left me in a puddle and that's what actually led me to coaching was to figure out well, what the heck do I do now? And in the process of being coached, I realized, oh, this is actually my true calling. So I pivoted my career. I um, got trained and certified and hung out my shingle back in 2001. So I've been doing this for a hot minute. And um, all along that way, I've become a, a learning junkie of what makes us tick and why are some people confident and other people are not? And why are some people filled with self-doubt and imposter syndrome and others aren't? So um, I, I geek out on neuroscience and what makes our brains work differently. I love that. And, and, and the whole idea too of rewiring our brains, you know, and not to sound science fiction-y, right? But I know just from the studies that I've done is that we have these neural pathways that are dug pretty deep right? They're like canals. Think of it like a, like yep, a deep canal exactly. and the water rushes through them because there's, there's this very, very deep canal. And so how we react to situations, right? Um, it's, it's pretty much ingrained in a lot of ways. And, but there, there is, and because I know from neuroscience that there are ways that we can um, repattern those. Uh, someone gave me the example of sort of like a CD, like, a, remember those old, those things? Oh, yeah, way back 10 years ago, right? We were still using CDs. In a music CD, the, the music is 
basically like engraved in the CD. And uh, there, it was very brilliant because they said if you took like a key or something sharp and you went back and forth, back and forth over that CD, you would disrupt what that music was uh, playing, right? You would disrupt that song. And exactly. so that's this, the same way is where we want to disrupt those patterns, especially if they're negative. If they're positive patterns, exactly. that's, that's one thing, right? Rising to the occasion sometimes if you're under stress or, you know, seeing the glass is half full instead of always, you know, dry and empty. But that rewiring of the brain um, comes with, like you were saying, a lot of experience of being in the shoes of someone who had that imposter syndrome and then, um, you know, of course, the, the being bullied. What now at, 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 at the place that we, where you were at, what was the what was the key? What was the thing? Was it a was it someone making um, light of your um, expertise or or just make a little digs throughout the day kind of thing? What was it that really kind of sent you over the edge on that? Um, I actually hired two guys to be on my team and they made it abundantly clear from the get-go they really didn't like working for a woman. And one of them literally like get up in my face and give me his piece of his mind. And I didn't have the chutzpah then that I have developed now. And I was literally gobstruck. Like I have no idea what to say in this moment. And they just continually undermined my work as the leader of, you know, the creative team in, in front of me, behind my back to clients, all sorts oh. of ways, shapes and forms. Yeah, it was, it was pretty ugly. And I was frozen. I didn't know how to handle it. And I didn't know how to, who to turn to, because I had, I had just moved across the country to, um, be in this new position. And so, um, you know, my feeling like a fraud and who am I, and I don't know, and who to turn to, I was just at a complete loss. And so it, it unraveled me and, um, eventually it cost me my job. So, um, it was a blessing in hindsight, but it was a very, very painful lesson to go through. And yeah. it created, as you said, one of those deeply ingrained um, panics in my in my nervous system, right? And so I spent many years trying to undo that, trying to figure out how to rewire myself. And I, I didn't have all the tools. As a coach, I had a lot of training and a lot of tools. Um, and it wasn't until I discovered uh, this particular method of um, hypnotherapy that I use today that allowed me to create really powerful shifts in a short period of time. Um, because part of what I do um, as a hypnotherapist is we get at the, the root causes of that lack of confidence, that lack of self-worth of believing in yourself and, um, and change it literally rewriting the tape, paving over that old way of being and instilling new empowering beliefs with repetition because your brain loves repetition. Just like um, listening to a song on the radio over and over and over again, you remember the words from 20, 30, 40 years ago, right? Yeah, right. So part of um, one of the tools that I create for my clients is a unique transformation recording. It's 
customized just to them. It instills new empowering beliefs in their mindsets and they listen to it as they drift off to sleep every night. I love this. And so the repetition of that over 30 days is what builds those new neural pathways. So they literally wake up one day and are like, I don't know. What was I so worried about? Like it literally (laughs) starts to disappear itself. Why did I hire you, Michelle, in the first place? Yeah. (laughs) I literally had one guy I worked with. We turned off her chronic IBS. 15 years of chronic IBS, turned it off. And when I reached back to her a month later, to ask for a testimonial. She was like, what did we work on? Wow. Literally like, shoo. so yeah, it's really amazing. The mind body connection. I am. And, and I have, I have several, um, I have several friends and also clients that are hypnotherapists and the, the power of that um, speaking directly to the subconscious mind. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm sure that why you have these recordings playing while people are are about to sleep and going into that deep uh, REM sleep because you're speaking directly to the subconscious mind. Whereas the conscious mind might be going, well, Hey, Michelle, of course I want to be a successful business person, or I want to be a, a, a great mom, or, you know, I want to, of course I want to have a happy relationship, but the subconscious mind is still holding on to those things that happened to us when we were three years old, when we were on the playground and somebody called us fat or ugly or whatever. Um, for the, you know what, for the longest time, I did not understand why I just, I really didn't, I didn't trust a lot of humans. I was very shy as a little kid. You, you wouldn't know it now. Cause now I'm like on camera and I'm like, <laughs> what, Hey, you shy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's hard to believe. I like, give me a microphone. But, um, but when I was little, I was just, I was very, I was very kind of quiet and offstandish from, from, from people. And, um, I remember I had like a, a weird flashback. Now this was not under hypnosis or anything. It was just something that came to me and it was kind of like one of those aha moments. And I remember being on the playground as a little kid, really young. I don't even know. I don't even know if I was in school yet, if it was just a playground playground, but you know, those teeter totters, you know, those, yep. those, those seats, I don't even know, seesaws, whatever they're called. So yeah, both. <laughs> so one person sits on one end, the other person sits on the other end. And you have this beautiful relationship, right? Of yes. pushing off the ground and the other person goes up in the air. And it's I support you, you support me. Yes. I support you, you support me. Well, Michelle, you could probably guess what happened. <laughs> yep. As little Christine was up in the air, the little kid, I don't know, I can't remember who or what it was. Um, but, but they jumped off, they stepped off of the, the, the thing. And what happened was, of course, I came crashing down and I, the impact of my, like my root chakra, right. Right. Where mm-hmm. you're right. Where you're sitting. Yep. Your that, tailbone. That, that was like, that was very painful. And I, you know, I felt like I hurt myself, but it was more about the fact that I trusted that I, that yes. I was like, wait a second. I trusted you to to you know play and have fun we were having fun so that's that came to me one day and I went oh my gosh I need to deal with that yes because if you don't trust life or you don't trust people in life and one of the things that you talk about I know um uh there's a the African proverb that you have in your uh, on your website something about if you want to go fast go it alone if you want to go far 
do it with others or something like that. Yes. I just butchered that. Go together. Yeah. Do it together. Get it together. Whatever. But do it with others. So um, that's something that's that's really profound because we do need each other. We And we do need to have that sort of that faith in life and in others. Are, are people going to jump off the teeter-totter once in a while? Yes. Are people yes. going to say horrible things at work to you? Yes. But we have to really be able to um, to see it what for what it is and to replace those those things inside of us at, at, with some way. How do you can you talk about a little bit about the process you do with your hypnotherapy and your clients? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what I found is that combining hypnotherapy and coaching is really powerful. They supercharge each other. So if you think about it, coaching happens at a conscious level, right? That is 10% of your prefrontal cortex brain that does all the thinking and the reasoning. 90% of your brain is run by your subconscious and your emotions. And so the hypnotherapy allows me to talk directly to the subconscious mind getting at the emotional energetic charges that are caught in your system. So just like when you were on that teeter totter and you got dropped, that moment that you got dropped, it created an impact. And that impact created a ripple through your nervous system. And you created a decision point in that moment. It's not safe to trust other people. And your amygdala, which is your fight, flight, or freeze mechanism in your limbic brain said, okay, got it. Take note of that. Don't trust people ever again, right? Or be very, very cautious. And so the hypnosis allows us to get the, at those underlying beliefs that were made oftentimes unconsciously as a small child and rewrite them because your mind in a state of hypnosis in an alpha brainwave state, that half awake, half asleep place, doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So we're telling your mind new stories from this adult perspective that serve you, that empower you, that lift you up. And then by creating the transformation recording and listening to that over and over again, that's what's that's what's building off of what we discovered in the hypnotherapy session. And then you're strengthening that new belief over and over and over again. So that it builds the stronger and stronger neural pathways in your brain. And we neutralize the old beliefs, the old ways of being. So they literally just fall away because just as neural pathways love repetition to make them stronger, when they're not used, they start to pull away. They start to separate and dissipate. So it literally, it's just science and it's, um, you know, it's a beautiful uh, little bit of neuroscience that allows us to rewire our brains. It's a, it's, and it's an incredible gift, you know, like you were talking about um, uh, a client of yours who had a condition and after the hypnotherapy with you, was like you know wait what did we work on I don't even remember what the problem was <laughs> you know like like what and and for and for folks that are that are listening too because I know there's some people they have and this is from the movies or Dracula you know they, they they're they're <laughs> there's idea no of, swinging watches there's yeah, no stirring teacups the idea, of that. Of, the idea of hypnosis is 
is being out of control of having somebody on stage talk, you know quacking like a duck and and none it's, of that and please <laughs> dispel those myths because it is it is such a beautiful um modality for not just your mental well-being but your physical well-being because it's all interrelated but can you talk Absolutely. about um just the 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 process of it and yeah and there tell them there's no watch going back and forth there's i promise you there's no watch it's you're just listening to the sound of my voice goes oh, with you, have a you nice voice. in a very relaxing way and essentially i'm just having a conversation with you in an alpha brainwave state you're very relaxed you're conscious you're able to answer my questions but your body is very, very relaxed as if you've just woken up from a nap and you're not quite ready to get out of that relaxed state of being. And in that state, I'm able to literally have a conversation with your mind, with your body to find out what's at the root causes of the limiting beliefs, the physical manifestations of the mindsets that you've been carrying around. So for example, um, I've had clients who have been dealing with chronic IBS. They've had chronic migraines. They've had chronic psoriasis, arthritis, um, anxiety, low energy, um, adrenal fatigue, all sorts of physical symptoms because of the mental maps they got wired with as a child and the beliefs that they were holding about themselves. And so when you change those mental maps, your body responds in kind. And um, I've had folks whose chronic conditions have turned off completely or been significantly reduced to the point of it's a non-issue. Wow. And there is like so much anxiety and depression. Um, I would yes. say that there's a, there's still, a, there's a pandemic um, and it's not the COVID one I'm talking about. It's pandemic of anxiety, depression, and um and so much of that you know we attribute to well oh i have adhd or um you know this or that when a lot and i can i know because i've i've studied this enough and i've worked with enough clients myself um just as a, a media coach a lot of those things that have happened to us as children where we didn't have that adult brain where we could sort of figure things out and go oh okay i understand that but we took it on so personally but also there yes. was there's you know let's let's face it with children there's there's abuse there's not just physical or sexual abuse because that is and that has to fucking stop right i mean yes this, absolutely this, this because you you're it's soul shattering that's soul it, shattering. it is and it, it would is take absolutely a lot to to move forward from that and have um, a life. It is, it is possible. It yes. is possible. Right. But it's, but um, it's, but yeah, it shouldn't, shouldn't happen in the first place. Right. Absolutely. But then you have, but also there's also the, a lot of emotional abuse, that emotional happens. abuse and abandonment. Um, yes. And, and I find that the, the people that I know too, that have that those abandonment issues at a really young age have a really hard time later in life sometimes being successful because they, they feel that they're not worth, they're not, they're not. Yes. Worthy. They don't have a sense of self-worth. They don't yes. have a sense of self-value. They don't think that they belong or that they matter. And they're constantly searching 
Um, you know, I, I had my own abandonment issues that I went through as a child and it created a whole cascade of things, which is why I'm so passionate about this work and these tools that I have been blessed to be able to use because it's helped me heal myself. Right. And I see so clearly these wounds in people. I'm very empathic. I feel people's pain in their bodies and I'm able to help them tune into it so then we can take that energy and and notice it because feelings are our thoughts and thoughts are energy and that energy gets triggered and then it moves through your body and unless we process it it gets stuck it gets stuck in our nervous system and as you mentioned you know um, as kids our brains aren't fully formed they're not fully developed until we're 25 years old so when you think about all the things that happened to any of us as children, whether it's, you know, a simple thing as being on the teeter-totter and getting dropped on your bum or having, you know, being in an abusive family in some way, shape or form, right? You know, the spectrum is vast and wide, but the scars run just as deep, right? And so oftentimes people come to me, they're like, I've tried everything else. I don't know what else to do. I know I'm stuck. I'm feeling this way and I don't know how to get rid of it. Can you please help me? And those are those are probably my most rewarding clients to work with because they're really invested in doing the work to get at the root causes of it. Because it's not just, I'm going to wave my magic wand and poof, you're fine, right? There's, there's work that we do over a 30 to 90 day period um, that combines the hypnotherapy and the coaching to give them not only new perspectives, like taking off the blinders of fear and self-doubt, but putting new strategies for success, new habits, new beliefs, new behaviors into place so that they can move into their life shining more brightly, more fully, more confidently. Mm. And what a beautiful goal that is just to have. And like I said, a gift um, as well. It, you, it, you talk about also the, the these archetypes, these self-doubt archetypes can you go through them i think there's like five briefly but but can you cover some of them because i want to know if our um if our listeners interviewers on youtube um if they can relate to any of these self-doubt archetypes yes absolutely well um realizing that i had my own massive case of imposter syndrome that was the first aha like huh look at that Hmm. Okay. Maybe I should do something about that. Right. So I started doing a lot of research, Christine, just on my own personal journey to move that stuff out of the way. And so all the healing, all of the research, all the self-exploration I've done had me identify these five self-doubt archetypes, because what I found is imposter syndrome is this nice umbrella. It's this polite way to talk about self-doubt. Nobody likes to talk about that they have self-doubt. Hi, my name is Michelle. I'm full of self-doubt. How can I help you today, right? That it really doesn't work very well. So imposter syndrome has been this nicely coined term that we're able to use. So what I found is the underbelly of self-doubt or of imposter syndrome are these five self-doubt archetypes. So we have the procrastinating perfectionist. And these are our friends who procrastinate or overwork something because it has to be perfect because they're so afraid to be judged um, for their work, right? We have your shapeshifters. 
These are our friends who are masterful at juggling multiple roles to please others because that's the way they learned how to be safe. Typically, these folks have had um, a, a narcissistic caregiver in their lives, right? So they're always having to figure out and read the room, right? They're really great at reading the room, but trying to stay safe. Um, we have the reluctant resistor. And these are our friends who are so afraid that they're going to be um, seen, they're going to be judged, they're going to be rejected um, for their work. They're just reluctant to take on any challenges for fear of failure. So there's a lot of um, cloaking that happens, right? Um, you have the anxious avoider. And these are folks who are so scared of being rejected for not having all the answers um, that they don't want to ask for help. They're like, I'll just do it all by myself, right? This is my my personal favorite, right? <laughs> I'll just do it all by myself, right? Um, and then the last one is the fearful follower. And these are folks who just, they're so afraid to trust their own instincts, their own in intuition and guidance that they will follow other people's advice and never allow themselves to fully step into their own um, expertise, really owning their expertise. So I found that similar to the love languages, right? There are five love languages and we all, we all have some aspects of all five of them, but we typically have two that are our predominant ones. The archetypes are very similar in that, that you might have experienced all five of them at different points in your life, but there's usually one or two that is your predominant one that, that drives your behaviors on any given day. So um, I've created a little uh, self-doubt finder quiz so you can um, share that with your your listeners and your viewers and they can take that um, for free and identify what their number one self-doubt archetype is. But more importantly, how do they start overcoming that and what's the what's the path that they can take to help them kind of start eliminating that and rewiring their mind with better thinking? Oh, I love that. And and for that um that quiz, how do they how do they get that quiz? How do they get to do that quiz? Uh well, you can go to my website michellemolitor.com. There's a pop-up that'll allow you to take that or I I'll send you the link and you can drop it in the show notes as well. And I will definitely we'll make sure in the show notes that your the website uh michellemolitor.com is listed there. But hey, folks, if you want to look look it up right now, they can. That's not a problem. Um, I wanted to just touch one thing here, and and we'll give out that email, uh, we'll give out that website again at the end of the show. But I was uh, when I was looking th sort of through your through the website, um, the there was something about tapping into your power and presence, and this is something that I, um, as a media coach, right working with motivational media coach. So I'm motivating people to get their business or their brand out there by taking, really taking control of their message and connecting with the audience, right? Connecting with potential customers, clients, the audience, the viewership, listenership, whoever it is that they're, they're trying to communicate with, but really connecting. And you had the, the three things that I found really nails it and when i did recently i did a speaking engagement in front of 100 women in uh women in business 100 of them were there it was a um, a sit-down breakfast 
and I was just giving them some some tips and tricks on some um, marketing ideas on what they can do, like cheap or free that they can they can do to uh, get Ask the word cheap out or free. Them. You only get to pick two. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was doing that. And the thing that they came up to me and said were were really a lot of these three things. And this is something that I was communicating with them. And then I saw it reflected back in your on your website. Um, number one, you had, um, was confidence. Yep. Number two, intuition. Yes. And, number, and number three, expertise. We tend to think that we need to know it all. We need to be the, the, the person with all the degrees and the diplomas, and we need to have studied something forever to, in order to be an expert in order to really make an impact. And that's not necessarily true. Because there are lots of people who, there are a lot of coaches out there. There's a lot of people who have more degrees than I do, that, that have um, more, many more years experience than I do. But what I have and what I, was, what I was communicating with my audience, and then you, I saw it on your website, is the confidence. Because if I don't know how to do something, I'll figure it out. And if I can't yep. figure it out, I'll hire somebody to do it, because, yep. <laughs> but I have the confidence that it'll get done. I'm like, yep. Okay. And then intuition. I work intuitively. Yes. I always work intuitively. If I have the goose, the, the Blasdale goosebumps, that mm -hmm. means it's good. It's gold. It means yes. Go forward. Young lady, do it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, and I rely on that intuition when ideas come, you know, from the universe or God, love. Call I call them downloads, like, bing, do this and do this now. Had one of those this week, like make those, this and yes. make it now. <laughs> and you can use it in your day to day. You can use it in your relationships with your family. You can use it in business. You can use it when you are like, if you're getting up to speak in front of a hundred people, if you have a little bit of the, the nerves or whatever, tap into your intuition. And then third was the, you know, the, and then, and then of course expertise and expertise just, it comes from, you know what, it comes from trying something and failing and trying again and kind of maybe yes. failing, trying again. And then failing being is just learning. That's all it is. Uh, exactly. And I try to explain that to people and they don't get it because, well, it's because our little perfection. egos get all involved, right? Yeah. Like, Oh, I did it all wrong. And it's all our past programming from our families of origin, that failure is looks like this and it's bad and wrong for these reasons, right? And yeah. if you've if you've been ingrained with that, right, it's no no surprise that we have so many overachieving people in the world right now um, because of you know, the things that we've been, we've been taught as children, it's, you know, interesting if we look back at parenting styles over the decades and how those have shifted and how it's impacted the mindsets of these different generations as well that are coming up. So, yes. you know, learning to trust your own intuition is probably one of the most challenging things I've found for people. Because yeah. they're often like, well, how do I know it's my intuition? How do I know if it's right? And and it's just listening to that sense within your body and what feels good versus what feels tight and crunchy, right? It's yeah. just really getting in tune 
with your own um, body and, and how your body is responding. So I always like to do little science experiments, right? So, you know, you could just start with, okay, I'm gonna do a little science experiment with myself this week and like notice how my body is reacting and responding to these particular people or these particular situations and seeing what's true for you and what's not. And the more you start to trust it, the stronger it becomes. And we have this primal thing, I think, of wanting to get it right, wanting to wanting to do it correctly. And that primal thing of like, if we don't do it right, we're going to be kicked out of the cave and then we'll probably be eaten by a dinosaur or starved to death <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Right? The cyber taker will come after yeah, us. Those, those, and that's built in, you know, from however millions of years ago. But then what I find too is that some some of like some of my clients as well is that they so they have this desire to do it perfectly or to get it right that they won't try at all. And yes. I see this in young people. And I see this yes. in young people. It's like if I can't if I can't do it and it and it's perfect and everybody can see that I did it, it's perfect. Because if other people see that I did it wrong or that I failed in some way, then I'll be judged from them. And again, that, that cave thing, you know, they're going to yes, shove the me. The reluctant the resistor pops its little head up. and like, Oh, I don't know. I better just stay in the background. I'll just watch for a little while. Right. But some of, a lot the of people greatest, sitting back and some yes. of the greatest insights for me, some of the greatest insights, some of the best learning, some of the most magical moments came when I, when exactly that happened, when I tried something and it messed up, or, you know, it, it didn't go well. And I had to, I had to think I had a real, I'm a producer by, I mean, 20 years in radio broadcast producing. And so it, I, there was a lot of time where there was sometime there was dead air or, yeah. you know, the person who's on the other end, supposed to be on the other end for the interview wasn't there. They're not picking up their phone. So you have to think really quickly and yeah. And to know that when you come from your intention, if your intention is to do the best you can with what you got and to give it your, your all, people are not going to judge you. They're not, they're not going to judge you harshly. They're going to go, maybe some, maybe some curmudgeon is going to go. Oh, there's, that was there's always going to be those haters <laughs> out there, Christine, yeah. who are going to come at you because whatever you're saying is triggering one of their buttons that's making them uncomfortable. And sadly, human nature is known for, well, you're making me uncomfortable, so I'm going to attack you so I will feel better and elevate. I, I'm thinking that I'm elevating myself, right? Yes. But yes. essentially, all they're doing is bringing the energy down and down and down and down. And so our job as humans is to do our best to love ourselves and to bring our gifts, our talents and our abilities out into the world. And when those people come at you, then I always do my best to A, check my ego, right? Don't let my ego get all kicked up because that's where things get twisted. And I send them blessings and love. I'm like, I'm just going to keep going and keep trying. And you learn from every experience and you let go of what doesn't work and you keep moving forward with what does. And to not take it personally because those people that are throwing out those 
the daggers and things like that. Like you said, you're triggering something in them most likely. And, and they, they are such a small minority. I remember when we used to go, when we would do um, live phone calls, <laughs> the audience, we'd say, <laughs> you know, we'd like your feedback on whatever. And I, I would be, if I was hosting the, the program in the back of my mind, cause it's a, it's a loose cannon. You know, when you, when you say, I can imagine <laughs> call this number and tell me what you think about whatever. Uh-huh. And you're talking, and this is Los Angeles. So Ooh. there's a lot of people, <laughs> yep. right. A lot of different kinds of people. And yep. we had people that were like, you know, would just listen to this, the, the radio. Um, they would just listen 24 hours a day and try and pick apart things. So when I would do that, this is what I would do. I kind of cast a spell, not on the audience, but I cast a spell basically saying, okay, the people that need to be heard for the highest good of all will be able to get through. Yes. The people who don't have the highest energy, <laughs> right? Who yeah. um who are going to shift the energy in my audience they're just not, they're magically not going to be able to get through for whatever reason. And lo yes. and behold, dang it, we would open up the phone lines and there were beautiful comments and amazing Yes, people. yes. I had a true story. Um, this was many years ago. Um, I had gone to a retreat and I, um, I had, my husband had recently walked out on our marriage and I was all befuddled, right? And, and I see this guy walking around this retreat, big dude, like, you know, four or 500 pounds large. Um, and I was like, who is that guy? Is he part of the tree? They're like, oh, that's an, that's aha. He's an enlightened being. I'm like, get out. I want to meet an enlightened being. So I go wandering over and I introduce myself and had the most enlightening conversation with him. It was profound. And one of the things he shared with me was, as your energy expands and grows, lower, more negative energies cannot be in the same space as you. So they will take themselves away. And so for me, it was such a gift because it helped me understand what had just happened in my life, right? Mm -hmm. I'm continually leveling up my consciousness and my work. And um, it it's just a powerful reminder that when we when I, I'll just keep it here, when I catch myself and I'm and I'm spinning and I'm twirling and I'm wanting to to pull down into a negative space, I'm like, stop, elevate my vibration, elevate my thinking, reset, reset my mind, right? So I'm setting my mind on joy. I'm setting my mind on happiness. I'm setting my mind on abundance so that I can start to re-spiral myself up in a good way and then attract to me more of the positive energy, the positive people that I want to work with, that I want to have in my life in different ways, shapes, and forms. Well, it's working because you met me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you got good juju, girl. Thank you, girl. All good. Thank you. <laughs> well, I call that thing, um, that that spiral down, I call it, it's, it's as if like when you let the water out of the bathtub and it goes down the drain and yeah. I've caught myself several times in my life where um before i would just let myself go down that drain and go spiral out of control you go ah what, mm -hmm. but they're gonna grieve ah, me down the rabbit hole yeah yes they're having an affair they're you know, so, and instead um when you can pull yourself away from your spiral 
down and step aside and actually view it right as yep. like a, a second person or third person whatever yep you're step to- away look at it like it's on a tv monitor and go well you're acting quite irrationally <laughs> you know like, like <laughs> wait, wait, you don't know all of the facts yet right and so before you go down that spiral and and hurt yourself because that's really what it is it's emotional mm-hmm. pain um before you do that let's just step back a, a, a bit and reevaluate everything before we go down that you know that spiral that drained but it's it's helped me in with health matters when i've had a little health scare and i and i and instead of going oh my god it's cancer i'm going to die um as we go <laughs> we go right to the worst conclusion yeah um instead it's like okay i rec- i see you um i see you i respect you but you're not needed right now i got it i'm good <laughs> like like it's all good i yep I don't need to reframe, go down that reframe, yes. reframe. I don't need to go down that pathway. And then also reframing, you know, I had a broken leg not too long ago and I had to realize that I needed the experience of receiving. Yes. It's amazing what our, our mind body will give us as opportunities for learning and growth, right? I I can look back at my my uh, high tech career crash into a brick wall as a the universe gently whispering or not so gently whispering in my ear. No, not that. Look over here. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's the same thing. Yeah. Because because I was the the giver the giver. You know, making sure everything is all good. And it was like boom. It was it literally was a break where it was like. Yes. Breaking your leg and you can't do anything for a bit and you need to receive. And what we, what we, we tend to, of course, beat ourselves up and say, you know, no, I, I, I'm all right. I'll do it by myself. (laughs) What it is, is that you're cheating someone else also out of the gift of giving. Yes, totally. Because we are made, we are hardwired for giving and receiving. Yes. Giving and receiving, just like breathing in. Yes. And breathing out. You can't have one without the other. It becomes a very exactly. challenging. <laughs> exactly. And that and um, thank goodness there was food delivery. So I was all right. That was <laughs> Amen <fine>. to that. <laughs> Amen to that. I love it. Thank you, Uber Eats. Um, yes. Oh, my gosh, Michelle, I could talk to you forever and ever, but we do need to wrap up the show at the moment. So um, let's um, I'm going to throw out the the website again. I, I want everybody that's listening or watching this on YouTube please check out her website. You'll learn so much. And if you have something as you've been listening to this or watching this video, and there's something that you got goosebumps on and, or something that, that you connected with and you said, you know what? I think she could help me on this. Please reach out to Michelle Molitor. I'm going to throw out that uh, website again. It's michellemolitor.com. The link will be in the show notes and um, just reach out to her. She's an awesome yeah, human being. And I'm so glad I, I got to meet you, Michelle. Yeah, thank you. I'm always happy to have a complimentary and confidential discovery call with someone, Christine, if they're curious about how this work can support them 
um, you know, personally and professionally. And so it's been really a joy to be here and have this yummy conversation with you. You're such a delight. Thank you, love. Thank you so much. And I want to thank you, wonderful listeners and viewers for tuning in today. Remember, you can subscribe to this show on all of the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, you name it, you can do that. But you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel so that you can actually see my beautiful, wonderful guests that I have on Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious entrepreneurs. So subscribe to either one. If you like to look at wonderful, amazing people, do the YouTube channel. And if not, if you're just an audio person and you love your podcast audio wise, then subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you want more information about the show, go to outofthebox.christine.com. If you want more information about me, you can go to christineblogdale.com. All of those links will be in the show notes. And until next time, as I always say, remember to think outside that damn box. Bye for now. Amen. Amen, sister. <laughs>